Life in the Land of the Ice and Snow. My name is Heather, and today I'm here with my co-hosts Diego and Monica, and our guest today is Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. Hi. And Carolyn, you're from Germany, is yes, that right? that's right. And how long have you been in Sweden? Not long, since April. So my first really? winter, which is really scary. Oh, yes. we have so many questions now. <laughs> <laughs> you all look really like concerned. <laughs> No, I, I'm just thinking about how miserable it's been already in November. It's not even cold yet. It's just like no. eight degrees mm -hmm. and rainy. So mm -hmm. welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so what have you heard from people about winter? What do you what are you expecting? I expect it to be like in the Arctic from what I could hear so far and from the coats that they sell and the shops are got really scared. <laughs> Because um, I've never seen coats that look like sleeping bags before. So I'm worried what it's going to come. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the main thing is the darkness. That's the main winter issue. If you're from Germany, you've probably had plenty of snow, but maybe not this thing where the sun goes down at 2.30 p.m. or 3 o'clock. Yes. And when it does come up, it's not really up. Yes, and that's, I think, is already shocking now to witness that. Because usually I what's... I used to live five years in London, so I'm more mm. like... So I came from London to... So I grew up in Berlin, moved to London, and then came here in April. Um, so the winter in London is like now, like what we have now, the drizz mm -hmm. drizziness. Mm -hmm. Drizziness? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, <laughs> she made the face, you can't see. <laughs> you can imagine. <laughs> but the Berlin winter is quite cold and dark as well, but the darkness now is crazy. I think that's already what we had in the deepest winter in mm -hmm. Berlin. Yeah. So. It gets worse. I don't know how that will look. Like, I hope you weren't coming here to be pepped up because Heather's going to make sure she tears you down at this point. <laughs> yeah. I feel it's my duty to warn people, to prepare people. But I think London is colder than Stockholm. I think there's it's more wind damper, chill. Yeah, maybe. yeah. But I, I felt colder in London mm. than here. I agree. It's weird. I, I prefer the really, really cold, like mm. cold, cold, cold. Cold to the bone cold. Mm -hmm. I'm not too sure about the darkness. That's I think that's the yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah, it's a thing that gets you because like at Christmas time, it's uh, you have all the lights and you have so much to look forward to. And it's so it's kind of charming. And then after Christmas in January and February, it's just it's just dark, <laughs> just dark and gray. So if you were planning on taking a vacation, I, I would do that. Thing. Actually, I do in February. Yes. Smart. Yes, I want to go to Lisbon <laughs> or somewhere warm. Yes. So, and not warm really, but light. Lighter. Like, Mm. Yeah. And palm trees and things. Mm. Palm trees, Lisbon. I have yeah. a picture where I'm on a street there, and there is a palm tree. I could go. be fake, but yes, yeah. there's one there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you grew up in Berlin. Yes. Can you tell us the slogan of your city? I love it. Um, so the current, the most current one, like or the one. Does they've changed? Oh no no no! So I did two. So the really John F. Kennedy one or the other one. Oh. Okay, I maybe no. You're thinking no. I don't know. Tell us both. So please. John F. Kennedy, everyone knows. Ich bin ein Berliner or ich bin mm -hmm. ein Berliner yes. because in Berlin we say ich instead of ich. Uh, it's just a dialect. But uh, there's another one. So we had a mayor. Um, oh God, ten years ago, and he said, "Oh yeah, Berlin is arm, aber sexy. Berlin is poor but sexy." So yeah. yes, <laughs> this is what people are like in Berlin. <laughs> We are is poor that what you were thinking was the second of. one. What is, what is poor but sexy? I mean, like, I can understand uh, what it means, but where did it come from originally? Because is uh, it still 
like that. It's quite a develop. It's like a lot of technology mm. hub, isn't it? More so these days, I think. But after, especially in the 90s, there wasn't that much of it um, okay. since the, the division of Germany and right. the reunification. So there was a lot. Berlin had to really find its identity again, I guess. Mm. Um, what it stands for is capital of Germany, but it was quite new. The capital of Germany so it used to be Bonn. After reunification, became Berlin. Okay. So there was a lot of finding to be done in Berlin, yeah. I think. And now it, w- it was a party city in the 90s for so techno scene and all that. And then I think more startups actually started to see, oh, it's a cheap place, so we can actually mm-hmm. get places to have open businesses. And right. I'm not for two, but it has changed now a lot. Yeah. Uh, rents are very expensive now. And um, yeah. Really? Things okay. have changed a lot. I think it's still cheaper than Stockholm, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to live there. I think a lot of Stockholmers are moving to Berlin. Yeah, it's cheaper, but not that much cheaper anymore, oh, okay. I would say. But it's the living costs, I guess, like the food is cheaper, going out for dinner. Okay. Yes. So I have to ask you, and I don't know if you're old enough, but since we just had the 30th anniversary mm. of the fall of the wall, do you remember that? Were you old enough to remember that? Um, I was born 86. Okay, so, so I, no. <laughs> so not that much, but uh, I know my family is from the East so You're born East in Berlin. a country that doesn't exist anymore. anymore. Exactly. My birth certificate still shows like the old signs from the DDR. So oh, it was wow. the hammer mm-hmm. and the, I don't know the word in English. Shickle? Yes. Yeah. That one. And I found it recently because I had to use it for something. And my boyfriend, my partner is British and he has never seen it before. And he was like, what is this? <laughs> That's that pretty is awesome. So cool. <laughs> it's like this. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So I don't know, again, because you were so young, but do you have any impressions from your family and and how it was for them just to go through this Mm. major change? I think it was quite hard um, Mm. because imagine what you, my mom was born in the 60s. So she was born in that system, basically, and she Mm -hmm. has never seen anything else before. And she never, when I asked her, she never thought the wall would actually fall because it's just what she was used to. Mm-hmm. Right. And then suddenly imagine a change of the money changes. Suddenly all these people come and want to sell you insurances. <laughs> and like because the East Berlin, East Germans didn't have a lot of insurances. So suddenly this was a big change. Um, it's, it wasn't easy, I think. Yeah. Wow. Because mm. I, I mean, I've been to Berlin and these days I love staying over in the East part mm. Just because it's um, still got, I mean, it's got the old traffic lights. And I I think it's amazing how they mark the wall going through the city. And the funniest thing I ever saw there was that in one place in the city, the wall goes through where Starbucks is now. Is it? Of course. (laughs) The irony. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a Toys R Us, or there was a few years ago, on Karl Marx Boulevard, Mm. which I also thought was pretty funny. Yeah, capitalism, communism, what is yeah. it? Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. My Swedish husband, did. Uh, he was at music school and they did a trip mm-hmm. and they went to East Berlin and he tells me about how strange it was crossing over in the bus and then they had to give all their passports to somebody and they couldn't get them back until they were going to leave mm-hmm. and everybody was very nervous. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't get much information either way, I think, so mm-hmm. it was very strange. I think in Berlin, at least it's for my family, so that we all are from Berlin and then East Berlin, and they felt they were more informed maybe than the rest of mm-hmm. Eastern Europe. Because yeah. you still got, it's just a practicality, you were able to receive signal from the West, from right. West television. Mm-hmm. So, and there's one 
expression that you say for people who live more in Saxony and places, they say they are from Tal der Ahnungslosen, so they are from the valley of the unknown, so because I didn't get really the signal from West television, so they didn't okay. really know what's going on, really didn't know what's going on. They only got propaganda, but whereas in my family they try to get some signals from the West television. and like. So the people in this particular region really were shocked when the wall probably came down. They had no idea this was going to happen. I, I would likely. assume so. I don't oh, know, wow. but I, that's oh, how that's I would so see crazy. it probably, yeah. That's so. really interesting. Where, yeah. where did you go? I mean, probably you don't remember, but do you know where you went on vacation when you were? Yeah, we went before, to, yeah, before to the, the Baltic Sea. To the Baltic Sea? Yeah. Ostsee, Usedom, Rügen, I don't know the English names, are the islands in the Baltic Sea, and they are beautiful. It's, it reminds me a lot of Denmark, actually. Like, mm-hmm. you go to Denmark, to the coast, to the um, east coast, it's quite similar. We are quite connected, yes. It's, there's the connection, so northeast Germany looks like the east of Denmark. I mean, I was thinking, because I find interesting that you couldn't travel to the western countries. No. So if you grew up in West uh, Berlin, you could go to France or... yeah. But you guys had to go yeah. to the other side. No, we always went to the Czech Republic, maybe, or something. Yeah, but that was only for people who had a lot of money. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I find a lot of things quite similar here to Germany, I have to say. Okay, so which things do you find similar? Um, the foods, the mm-hmm. bread. In, uh, in the what bread. way? Bread. Interesting. Yeah. I think all the Germans have met, they complain about the bread in Sweden. Oh, I live five years in the UK. Maybe my, mm. co- my what I expect quality, <laughs> likewise, like, has changed probably after being there for five years. Because the first time I entered a shop in London to buy bread, I got shocked. <laughs> I really was like, what is going on? Why is it just toast? Where's the bread? They didn't get a delivery, probably. And then I asked my boyfriend later, I said, why, where's the real bread? He's like, why, this is the real bread. He's like, this is toast. This is not real bread. Because <laughs> oh, I know Germany is famous for all of their different kinds of breads. Yeah. And they do. I think they do a pretty good job here, too. Mm. But it's nice to see that you think it compares. Oh, totally, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the whole, I don't know, like the whole system is quite similar set up in a way. I don't know, like it's very organized and uh, yeah, everything I think works. And the Germans and the Swedes are both very like rule followers and <laughs> very strict and punctual. How do, you feel, how do you feel about the, I, was, I don't, don't want to say bureaucracy, but like opening a bank account in Germany versus mm. opening a bank account here or doing your taxes? You haven't done your taxes mm-mm, yet. Mm-mm. But how is it to do your taxes in Germany, for it's instance? It's a pain. I think once you're in the system here, it's easy. So once you have a personal number set up, easy. So are there some things here that you don't understand yet? Why it works that way or things that you haven't figured out yet? In collaborative environments, I find it's still interesting that, um, or I still struggle with the, everyone needs to come to a consensus mm-hmm. before we can move on. And there's, if, Let's say I make a decision. Um, we have discussed it, but I just make a decision. I find people don't like that here that much. Mm-hmm. And I'm not used to that. So that's mm-hmm. something I need to get used to a bit more. Mm-hmm. I struggled with that a lot when I first moved here as well. It takes some getting used to. But then you can you find the value in it as well, mm-hmm. ultimately. And now I can't work in the other way. Like I can't like <laughs> make a decision completely. I need consensus in my group and everything. Mm-hmm. Why did you move here, though? I don't think I um, my partner, he got a job at Karolinska. Okay. Mm. And it's a two-year assignment, and we're here for two years. He can extend to four years, so um, we'll see. What yes. do you do as well? What did, what did you find here? 
I work as a producer in okay. a game studio. Oh, cool. Um, yes. Did you do something like that before in the UK or in Germany? Not in a game studio, but I worked as a producer, project manager before um, in the UK as well. So, nice. and that's why I'm saying it's, I think now working with teams here, I need to honest, mm. like mm. get my head around a bit more about decision making and how does it actually work in Sweden without... Because my team is very Swedish, mm. uh, there's hardly any foreigners in there. So when I'm the foreigner, basically, so um, it's challenging sometimes. How much Swedish do you get already? So not that much. Not much, <laughs> but you can you can read and understand. Um, I think I do understand more. I need to put more effort in. Mm. That's I think that's probably a lot of foreigners say who come here. English, everybody speaks English. Um, and I'm a bit lazy, I think. I just should, <laughs> I should just learn it. And I want to, because I feel this is the key to understand the culture. And if I, if I don't learn a language, I will be always, I think, outside the real culture. Mm. And I need to learn it. Yeah. I can yeah. understand when you're not sure if you're going to stay long term, if you're maybe only here for a few years or if it's uncertain. Mm. But I would think that German is quite close to Swedish or a lot of the words are. That's why I asked. Yeah, mm. it is. Yes. And today it is actually. That's mm. true. Um, I think I just need to build up a vocabulary more like mm. and mm-hmm. as soon as I start to learn, probably I'm like, oh, yes, this and but not even paying attention, I have to yeah. say, which is really bad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's that annoying thing I hear in the background? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's <laughs> Isn't it kind of fun, though, how it's so easy for me to tune out the Swedish if I'm on the subway, mm-hmm. even though I understand it, it's simple for me to tune it out. Whereas if somebody's speaking English, even if I don't want to listen, my ears pick yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. That goes back to not understanding the language. So you mm-hmm. autom- I mean, I remember so many times people talking to me and I'd be just drifting away in the corner, drooling, enjoying my own little world. And I can still do that, mm-hmm. even though you're right. I could totally pick it up and understand it if I want to eavesdrop, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's always about the weather. since this is airing in december i wanted to ask you about how you celebrate christmas in germany quite similar i think to sweden as well but uh, maybe i'm stereotyping now and i don't really know what swedes are doing i assume from what i can see they sell right now it could be similar Mm -hmm. so the sweets are similar so we eat the same we eat a lot of sweets Mm-hmm. Uh, over the like we have Advent, so every Sunday we light a candle on the Christmas Advent cans in German. Uh, right. On the, uh, the wreath with the candles. Do so we have four candles? You light one every Sunday, and then you get family usually over, which we don't have, can which you can't do here because we don't have family here. So. Right. <laughs> um, do you have a talk to the right group? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to come over? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> usually on each Advent we have Lusabulla or the saffron buns or something like that. Do you have something special that you serve when it's Advent and you're just going to have like a coffee or something? It's Lebkuchen. Uh, like the Lebkuchen. Uh, <laughs> well, of course. Kisse is, no, cake, um, like something. Gingerbread cake? Mm, similar-ish. Okay. You can buy it in Lidl right now. Which is uh-huh. <laughs> They're like round. Yeah. I don't know. I can't explain. I don't even have a translation for it. You have a word for glug. Uh, Glühwein. Yeah. Oh, so, mood wine. Yes. And Stollen. What is it? What do you think it's it is? It's uh, like big hard bread cake thing. Mm, with raisins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Mm, but it's sweet. It's sweet bread. Yeah, and with okay. sugar glazing. And I can oh. tell from your reaction that you know you don't really like. No, no, <laughs> no. And that, now you say about, about the Advent thing. I think here, I don't know. They don't. Is it because your family was Catholic? Like, is Berlin um, more Catholic? I'm from Berlin. No one is Catholic. Okay, because oh. I'm thinking like Sweden. We have what's it called? The Eustache. Mm. Yes. No. Yes. Those, those are seven candles, six candles. There are there are Advent candles that they do the four, and then there is those loose stackery things, which are other. But how many are they? I don't know. Five, because maybe it's the same. Maybe it's every every Sunday you light one onto Christmas. No, those there are more in that loose. There are more of those. Okay. Okay, so it sounds like in Germany it's a lot like the U.S. because I remember that it usually was an Advent wreath, but mm. not like up sideways on the door but flat mm -hmm. so you could put candles in it mm -hmm. and then that? yeah I didn't have that. And then the church always had that too. And mm. then in Sweden, it's more they um, they sell the stands at the grocery store, and it's just a straight line of candles. But you, they do the exact same thing. But then you're supposed to put moss in it. They yeah. they sell wet moss, and I just feel stupid buying that at the grocery store. Just go like, outside and pick that's it what I think. Yeah. 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 So they do have that. And then the thing that you're talking about the. Yustaka, or mm -hmm. that's what everyone puts in the windows. Yep. And we need somebody to tell us about that because yeah. no. that's one of the things I actually don't know what it stands that, for. Those candles I've seen in New England, they do that a lot in New England. Because when I lived in Boston, all the houses yeah. had this. We yeah. do that in Germany as well, yeah. but I don't know why we do it. Yeah, I don't need and it. That's why I ask about the Catholic, because <laughs> I think I that's know. a Lutheran tradition, and the wreath is a Catholic tradition. Maybe. I think I have it in the back of Could my head be. somewhere. I know that in the... Are you Catholic? Uh, but I went to Catholic school. Ah, yeah. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> that's probably it. It could be. We did not have Advent candles in my family in Texas, but okay. we're not Catholic. Maybe that's it. But what about Advent calendars? Yes, yes, with chocolate. Yes. All right. Yes. Yes. Ooh, there's forgot. a Barbie one out there for anybody with kids. Is there? It was 500 crowns. <laughs> you bought it? Uh -huh. It's a Barbie. You get a Barbie and then you get clothes for all the days. Do you know how wonderful this is? You know what else is wonderful is that you can go to Ica and you can get an advent calendar with chocolate for like 30 crowns. Uh -huh. And kids don't know the difference between quality chocolate and cheap chocolate. <laughs> I think there's one thing about that. What about the songs? Like you have a lot of Christmas songs uh, yes. in German. Yeah, do we have because besides the Lucia ones, are they like Swedish songs? I don't think so. Helen Gore. <laughs> oh, Isn't that the drinking song? Yes. yes. <laughs> I know that Not one. Not for Christmas. Yule boards, you do. Oh. Accompany Yule boards. You do Helen Gore. Oh yeah. So explain Yule board for us. A Christmas buffet. It's just all the same Swedish Christmas food that people go to for companies and family gatherings and Christmas Day. It's just on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same brown food. <laughs> Christmas songs. Oh, yes, there are Christmas songs, but my pronunciation is terrible. There's one about a, a kid named Stefan. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that one. And... Um, Oh, what's the one I think is so beautiful? Oh, uh, Yul, Yul, Strolande, Yul. That song uh, is beautiful, yes. I think. That's all my, my new the, Christmas did you favorites. Get, did you get what that means? Yul, Yul, Weihnachten, um, Christmas, Christmas. Shiny oh, Christmas. Shiny Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wait, maybe so not shiny. Christmas, but... Weihnachten? Yeah. 
is that the night before Christmas? <laughs> That's uh, Heiligabend. Christmas Eve is okay. Heiligabend, the holy night. And Weihnachten. So we have, that's confusing my boyfriend always. We have Weihnachtstag, den ersten Weihnachtstag, der zweite Weihnachtstag. We have the first Christmas Day and the second Christmas Day. Mm. We don't give it any other names. It's just the first and the second. <laughs> so it's Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. This is what you're talking about, right? The 24th or the 25th? 24th is um, Heiligabend, the Christmas Holy Night. Eve. Christmas Eve, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. And then Christmas Day is the first Weihnachtsfeiertag, yeah. so the first Christmas Day. And then there's a second Christmas Day. Oh, you're talking about the 26th. Well, that's yeah. when we have the same in Sweden. That's what I was thinking now. We have. Well, we don't have anything on the 26th. And on the, you, no, but you, you do call it. It is oh, on the calendar. We just don't yeah. do any of that. And you mm-hmm. still meet your family and friends in Germany, at least. But lots of people are already quite over Christmas by that point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be like, I just mm. want to finish this now and yeah. go out exercising again and maybe get rid of all the... Yeah, <laughs> quit eating all this Christmas food. When do you open gifts? 24th in the evening. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you have any special Christmas shows that people watch on the television? We are not the big TV watchers in my family, but I know there's one thing, uh, Dinner for One. Yes, it's a British show from the 60s. But we watch on New Year's Eve. I actually think that Sweden does the same thing with the same really? show. And from what I understand, the Brits don't watch it. Nobody knows that. <laughs> Nobody knows what it is. I had a lot of friends in Britain. They were like, what, are you, what is this show? And I said, well, this is from your country. This is what we watch every New Year's Eve. I don't read it, but I know a lot of people do, and they didn't Mm -hmm. know it. They didn't know it. Yeah, if you flip around the TV on New Year's and Christmas, I I guess, I don't know if it's New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, but yes, they all watch it here too. It's very strange. (laughs) What about, what about Drei Hasenusse? Three Hasenots for Cinderella? Yes, Drei Hasenusse for Aschenbrödel. Für Aschenbrödel. That's the Cinderella movie, but it's the one from the Czech Republic. You mean that one? From the 1960, whatever, 50s maybe. Yes, it's it's amazing. I watch it every year. It's true. Well, that's a Christmas one. That's uh, yeah, Christmas, and it's actually not around. It's just Cinderella in snow. So I don't know what we co- we connected to Christmas. Maybe there's a Christmas party in the movie. But I haven't heard of this one. What? No. It's only East Germany, because that's what they would get instead of Donald Duck. They would get Czech Czech Republic. <laughs> yeah. it was it's a great one. No, I watch it. Yes, and yes, now it all comes back. So we also watch um, Michael von Lonneberger. Mm-hmm. So the Swedish blonde yeah. kid. Oh, around Christmas. Oh, Emil Polonabeli. Yes. Ah, yeah. We call him Michel for some reason, but Emil from Lönneberg. Lönneberg. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, and a lot of skiing as well, ski Sundays. Mm-hmm. So I think it's here the same, isn't it? Ski no. Sundays. No? No. no. Super Ski is. Sunday. No. <laughs> <laughs> so every Sunday, um, sometimes Saturdays, I think, but it's more Sundays we watch like the Alpine ski and cross country skiing, biathlon. Oh, yeah. Biathlon. I love that they one. They call it biathlon. It's a shoe. It's, I love that one too. So this is what you watch, oh, I, I at least in my family, on a Sunday with cake. It's like American football, but it's the. Skiing. With guns. With guns. Americans would love that. I know. 
Well, you know, I was thinking about like random shows. In the States, they also do Wizard of Oz during the Christmas oh. time, which is a little random. It has nothing to do with Christmas. But they do always do it around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they do Sound of Music around Christmas time, yep. too. And do you realize they also do in the evenings on Christmas, like really Christmas Day, and they like 10 a.m. or something, at uh, p.m., I'm sorry, in the evening, they play like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and things like that a lot of die, die hard and like really hardcore shooting and brutal well, movies i have to say it's a you know it's a big movement about whether die hard is a christmas movie or not right. uh, a lot of people are very convinced that it's die a hard christmas. is a christmas movie so i get that <laughs> so what are you going to do for christmas are you guys going to stay here are you going to go home or go to london or so we go back to berlin on okay. the 20th and then we spend Christmas there, and then on Boxing Day, second Christmas Day, it's Weiter Weihnachtsfeiertag. <laughs> we go to his parents. We fly to um, Manchester. And okay. Then, yeah. Uh-huh. Spend okay, uh, New Year's Eve in the UK. Good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Mm. Just making sure you guys weren't like yeah. pining away in your apartment by yourself, <laughs> no. trying to figure out what to watch on TV no, and eat, no, and no, everything's no. closed, and you're you're no, desperate. No, no, no. Don't forget to go to System like it. Oh, oh yeah, it's a good uh, public service announcement. Yeah. <laughs> Go to System Blog It in plenty of time before Christmas Eve because it's closed for like days and days and days, and you're gonna I you're gonna want that that glug that extra strong glug. This is something that's still also and like how do people survive like that? <laughs> it's just it's so it requires a lot of organizing and pre like thinking about what's gonna happen the next weekend and like yeah, friends that say just buy six bottles of wine when you're in there and then you have. You're sorted for a week. It's like, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's why the box wine is so popular here. <laughs> it's like, this should get me through a week. <laughs> should I just add one more thing? <clears throat> yeah, go right ahead. I just, I just passed an amazing shop walking through Gamla Stam, which is Little Britain. I didn't, I did yes. not know it's there. And I bought sea salt and vinegar crisps from Piper. I think that's called Piper. I'm so excited. And uh, I also bought Branson Pickle. I've never heard of that. What, what, what is, is that? that? Oh my it's God. Like a what? Brown Bring thing out the Branston. And the lady jar. in the shop told me, You are really lucky. We only have this a couple of times in a year because we run out of it so quickly. It costs nothing in a shop in the UK. Here it costs you like a hundred krona or something. But uh, Sweet pickle with mixed vegetables and spices. Where do you, how do you eat that? Yeah. <laughs> So you put this on your sandwich with um, on the cheese, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. as a garnish on the cheese. Okay. So you do make a sandwich and then cheese, cheddar, brie, whatever, and then you put this on top as I mean, like tastes. a like a bit of a it's onion. It's okay. It's not the best thing if you are going on a date mm-hmm. or something. But yeah. <laughs> um, it's amazing. I am so hungry right now. That actually sounds good. <laughs> we, we're gonna go buy the yeah. little Open Britain the brand store. Stones. Can we finish with my favorite German word? Of course. How do you say squirrel? Eichhörnchen. I love it. Oh. <laughs> well, it sounds a bit Chinese, but I love it. Eichhörnchen. Yes. Eichhörnchen. <laughs> What's it in Swedish? Ekorre. Mm-hmm. Not as fun. No. Eichhörnchen. I like that one. Do we have tips? Well, we had the Br- little Britain tip. Oh, there you go. Yeah. We got the uh, Nobel Awards on December 10th. In case anyone was going to that, <laughs> might wanna might wanna get your dress now. Or yeah. I haven't seen the Facebook invite. Can you send it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think I've got like a plus <laughs> plus four. Where is it? So the Nobel Awards are given out 
at uh, Hatoriat in Stockholm in the concert house. Oh. And then in the evening, it's moved over for the dinner, and that's at the Stadshuset. Okay. The city hall, and then that's where they have the big dinner. And then after the dinner, and then there's usually some sort of show. It's all on TV. Then after that, they move to the royal castle in Gamlastan, and there's usually a party all night, and they dance. And But you can you can watch it at home. You can dress up and make your own little award. <laughs> yeah, but there's um, I know Swedes that actually host noble dinner parties and they will serve the same food that they're serving at the dinner and everybody gets dressed up i've never been invited is this like the lame version of eurovision probably yeah probably like this but like if you get invited to that you might actually be really swedish at this point yeah i thought it was being able to order uh through the intercom system at mcdonald's in the car but now i think it's actually the (laughs) swedish dinner (laughs) i have one more tip because you remind me of Lidl. if people like bread Lidl has really good Mm -hmm. bread here really i would say Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, they I have their own bakery in each little, or most Lidl's have their own bakery. I have oh. to say, when I I know it's German, and when I go to, to Lidl, I'm like, I don't know any of these brands. <laughs> I don't know what I'm I know. looking. At. It's like home. It's like being back. Like it's like this shuttle that takes you back home. For yeah, many. it's like a bubble. Are they like good brands though. Like I mean, are they reputable brands that they sell there? At uh, yes. Lidl? And yep. I am surprised it's um, colleagues think at my work that Lidl isn't good. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. It's good. Like, it's good really? quality. Yeah. I think we oh. thought it might be mm-hmm. like the generic brands. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. they try to sell things and call it American products here. <laughs> and it's stuff that we've never heard of mm-hmm. or brands that we've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And I think I was assuming Lidl was the no. same. Like, mm-hmm. Germans they... don't even know this. No, <laughs> it's basically the same stuff. Now you make me a Lidl fan again. <laughs> <laughs> the fresh bread, mm-hmm. quality products i do like their um fruit and vegetables actually i will say that they mm. because they have such a small selection i feel like their turnover of it is much faster mm. so it's fresher and they usually have a lot of organic and mm. ecological fruits and vegetables this podcast is not sponsored by little no <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much for thank coming you. and being on it's really fascinating and we could talk to you a very long time about other stuff but we'll we'll cut it short so people can eat yeah <laughs> <laughs>